Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on Ready Set Mind podcast with me, Kieran Farkas. For today's episode, I invite Eve Ralph onto the podcast and Eve is a friend of mine and a former colleague at Leicester City in the community as well. So it was uh, great to reconnect with her and, and catch up with her as well. And we caught up a few weeks ago, so I thought it'd be great to get Eve onto the podcast as she does uh, some brilliant work in her day job, but also also in her, her role as um, co-founder and director of a company called Her Game 2 as well, which is designed to support females in the game of football as well. So again, a wealth of experience to bring to the table and Eve speaks brilliantly about how she develops her mindset subconsciously daily and how she pushes herself forward and overcomes the challenges that she faces on a daily basis, whether that be fitness-related or work-related. And it's a really, really interesting listen. So get your pen and paper ready, and we hope you enjoy another episode on the Ready, Set, Mind podcast. Eve, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, yeah, I'm good, thank you. Very, very good. So, um, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast uh, again. I know, uh, obviously, we tried it, tried it before, and didn't didn't quite work for whatever reason. So, hopefully, it does uh, yes. this time. Um, but no, thanks so much for giving up your time. Uh, really do appreciate it because I know you're so so busy um, doing a lot of things, uh, football and non football related as well. So, no, really appreciate it. Uh, no, no problem at all. Thank you for uh, for your patience. And yeah, I'm glad that we could get another date in the diary. No, brill. Um, so yeah, if, um, if you just introduce yourself and uh, and who you are and what, what you do, really, that'd be amazing. Yeah, so my name's Eve. I am Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Coordinator at Leicester City in the Community. And I'm also co-founder and director of Her Game Two. Yeah, uh, amazing. And like, then some of the work, some of the work that um, you do is incredible. Obviously, I work with you at Let's Sit in the Community, and uh, it's a brilliant organisation. And some of the work that's done there is incredible, really. So uh, that was that was brilliant. And then I saw the great work you're doing with Her Game Two as well, and how much you're progressing with that, and uh, it's incredible. So. I thought you'd be a great person to to bring on, um, and obviously a friend of mine as well, which is nice. So it's it's always good to have, um, obviously different people's perspectives on it as well. So, so yeah, I'll um, I'll start with the first question then. So, what is mindset? Um, mindset to me is how you um, motivate yourself. I think um, how you can control your feelings and maybe overcome barriers that might prevent you from doing things. Um, yeah. And I think it's really important to always have like a, a goal, whether that be short term, long term, um, and a clear path, pathway to how you're going to achieve that goal. Um, so I think all of that links to mindset. Oh, brilliant. And I think, like you said, you said a good thing there around 
barriers to to um to what you want to achieve and stuff so are there there any barriers that you've sort of had to overcome um I think uh a big one it's probably just time at the moment and I think everyone is always just seems to be short of time don't they so it's about um prioritizing really what is important to you um making sure that what you're doing is something that you enjoy um so you you often hear of people who like their jobs a bit of a chore um and like i'm lucky enough to not have that and i'm sure you're the same working in a similar um position um like it's just such an an enjoyable job to have it's a really lovely workplace that we work with um the stuff i do with her game too that's all voluntary but because i really enjoy it it like that motivates me to do it um so it means that i i do prioritize it over other things and it might mean late nights and early mornings but um that doesn't matter because you can just i don't know take time off when you need it but when you have the busy time like we had a really busy march because of international women's day you know that that's going to be like very full-on but then when you get hopefully easter's coming up so that can be a bit more of a wind down time yeah i love that and like you said it's because we love what we do it, it almost becomes it doesn't feel like a job or like you know like you, you hear people going to work sometimes and they're like oh, i don't want to go or and don't get me wrong you, you, you probably still get days where you're like oh i'm not as up for it today as i was on another day but it's it, you still enjoy the job every single day and it doesn't feel like work uh, when you love what you do and the impact you're having on others and I think a big one you said there was around prioritising things which make you happy and like you said you can sort of rest as and when you want to really or when you can and I think that's that's a key part of it as well prioritising things that make you happy like you said her game too is voluntary but what an impact you have you know, like especially during International Women's Day as well. And I think, like I said, uh, I can relate some of that to the stuff that I do and um, in terms of the work for the Foundation of Light and then for myself as well, like what I do with my mindset business and stuff. So it's, you know, it's just because you enjoy doing it and it's it's a brilliant thing to sort of have to do that really. But prioritising is a brilliant, brilliant word to use really. So how important is mindset to you then? Um, I I think it's really important and I I think it's only when I thought about like the conversation we're having on this podcast and I actually really think about what I do for my mindset like a lot of the things are just second nature and you don't necessarily think about what exactly you're doing to develop it but you are doing that subconsciously Um, I think so I'm also training for the um the London Marathon at the moment and oh brilliant well it yeah well. I, I know <laughs> like I I know I will cross the finish line but at the moment I can't see how I'm gonna get there um yeah. and last week um I planned a long run and I just I physically couldn't do it like I wanted to do 20 miles and mile 
I don't know, 15, I, I was so broken. I'd done a bit of a long run about five days before and yeah. I literally couldn't do it. And um, I stopped and I ended up walking home two miles. And I, at that moment, I was like, oh, my God, like, what have I done? I'm not going to be able to complete the marathon. And then it's only when I got home and I reevaluated everything and I was like, don't be silly. Like, you've still got time. Don't be too hard on yourself because I, I, do, I think I did about 31 miles over five days. So, like, that is wow. fine, I know. And, uh, but I was so hard on myself. And then it's only when you kind of step back from it and then think, okay, no, like, be positive. And even if I'm not going to run the whole way, that doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm not comparing my time to anyone. Like, this is just for me. Um, so that that was really quite a big test on my mindset because I know there's people that say, "Oh, just keep moving," but I I tell you, I actually couldn't keep moving. Um, but then it's okay to understand that, address that, and I've like I've I didn't give up, and I've gone on some like shorter runs this week, and I'm back on track. So I think that is down to just being able to um be rational about everything and um understand that you like you're gonna have hiccups along the way but the there will be a way to do achieve the goal that I'm trying to achieve 100% and I think like you said a lot of people fall into into them traps sometimes of like you said you you're that focused on your goal and what you want to achieve that you forget almost the process you've gone through and how far you've come compared to where you were yeah probably a few months back and like it's like I'm going to train for the Great North Run this year which is a half marathon but uh-huh. then and that's that'll be the first half marathon I've done as much as I well be the second but first official one and I think like you said you, you get I went to 5k 10k the other day and it's not quite as far as you but I think, like you said, you, you go to do it and it's tough. Like I've run five k's for so long, and I did one the other day, and I, like, I struggled. It was hard. Like, but you just yeah. sort of, it's about like you said, getting yourself in that mindset of, well, I've still got out there, I've still done it, and I think, you know, that, that sometimes you have to be kind to yourself. Where, you, you know, and you look at, yeah, you've got to push yourself, but sometimes you've got to look look back on how far you've come. And I think, like you said, it's hard to see the end goal sometimes. When I think, I think it was um, a quote by Martin Luther King where he said, uh, "You don't have to see the whole staircase just to take the first step." And I think that's a great example of that. Where you're not all right, you can't see yourself quite running the marathon yet, but you'll get there it's like I said it's just a process and it's about sort of enjoying the process as well um and sort of embracing the challenge if you like so it is that the sort of conversation you have to have with yourself in terms of it's it's a challenge and you've just got to take it on as best as you can or yeah I think so and like, I completely relate to um like being able to run 5Ks and then some days you just can't and like that it is fine. There's so many other factors that you need to take in and it's when you like start to just understand those. Um, And there was a time, it might have been, you know, in lockdown when um, like everyone was doing the 5K for (laughs) the NHS. Yeah, that's right, um, yeah. Like I, like I'm, I enjoy running recreationally and I have done for a few years and 
I remember seeing people who have like never run before and then they were saying that they were doing like 5k in like 25 minutes and it, it was obvious that some people were like pausing their time walking a bit like sprinting <laughs> yeah. but I'd I'd see that and I'd be like I have run for a number of years and I can't get close to that and it would really like I'd put myself down about it and then there, uh, there was a time more recently when I'd look at other people's times and be like oh my god they're so much faster than me and and then that would put me off and I'd be like trying to run too fast and then I couldn't go as far and then I, it, I kind of just had this like wake up call and I was like it literally doesn't matter what speed you go in one you don't even uh, being like on even if they are like they are they're not that much none of my business like that's when I, I made it a just a challenge for me and I wanted to really enjoy my runs as you say so I just like make sure I could find music that I enjoyed listening to occasionally listen to podcasts and then I kind of fell back in love with running um so I occasionally I do put too much pressure on myself and I like I don't I really don't think I do it anymore compare myself to people because people are in different stages people have got different circumstances like there are so many different factors and as long as I'm enjoying it I I honestly couldn't care less at what speed I do it at or anything so um that's just one like little journey that I've been on and I hope that I continue to like stop comparing myself to other people that's brilliant that is and it's great that you've sort of identified that as well and when, when you look at that like you said it's it's you versus you like it's nobody else like I think the, like I said the only person I mean obviously people do it for charity and that's absolutely amazing and uh, you're doing it for yourself more than anything you know as well as the charity like it's you're you're running your own race you know and it's yeah it's important to remember that, like you said, it's it's not always a competition uh, with ev- everyone else. Like, have the competition with yourself and have that integrity of, yeah, I did, like you said, some people were pausing the, the watches and then they were walking and then they were doing it again. And it's like, well, for me, you're only sort of, um, like, cheating yourself out of that, really. That's, that's you know it's it's the integrity really like if you've done it you've done it or if you say you're going to do it you're going to do it mm-hmm. and uh, I remember having this conversation with one of my friends the other day as well and it's it's just about like I said that integrity and that personal pride of yeah I've done it and I know I have and I know I've done it to the best of my ability whether it's the fastest time or the slowest time it it doesn't matter you know in, in some in some respects yeah it's nice to win but it, you know, if if you're enjoying it, like you said, and you're developing yourself, then through running or whatever it might be, then brilliant. That's yeah. that's, that's success in itself. You know. So, um, is are there any other um examples then of where like a strong mindset has helped you? Um, I think we've collectively as um a team with her game two, we've needed occasionally like quite a strong mindset um the majority of feedback and comments we get is very overwhelmingly positive um but there is still like a minority of people that are against the campaign that will still continue to send sexist abuse that just don't get it 
Um, so essentially, like when we first launched the campaign, we kind of put our head on the parapet ready to receive the abuse which we were trying to fight against. Cool. Um, and we do we do still see it and um the re- like having gone to a number of like well a lot a lot of games and uh, most of them are absolutely fine but you still have some where you're in awkward situations that aren't the nicest and I'd argue that it's got a little bit worse post lockdown and I'm not sure what it is um but sometimes it can feel quite hostile especially at some games um so I I think when you've had those experiences and then you've got faceless trolls or sometimes people who you might know of on social media just trying to shoot you down um again that's when you need to take a step back from the situation see it on the whole um they say that you need is it twice as many positive comments to outweigh the negative i mean we've definitely had those and you've also got to understand that like some people just won't get it and it could be a generational thing it could be situational it could be anything and we will continue to try and work with these people but if we can't then like we can't get too hung up on it and it's about just trying to support as many female fans trying to get more females into the game support those current ones and that needs to be our main focus so um that's also another version of our, our mindset that we've kind of had to develop and overcome those negative situations and that was kind of by accident because her game too just kind of blossomed and developed um, without us realizing how how big it would get so um yeah that, that's probably uh, quite an interesting um barrier that we've had to overcome there yeah and i, I found it interesting that's the word i'd use as well and i think it's brilliant like it's amazing what you're doing and i feel like you said you're always going to get that criticism and you're always going to get opinions from people and it's it's part of the world we live in <laughs> i suppose and mm. i think i suppose the only sort of rationale or like reason i can think of that that, that it was probably a bit less sort of uh, people were less prone to negative comments in lockdown is because we were so focused on sticking together and i think it's it since coming out of lockdown, I think gradually people have just reverted back to their old ways sometimes. You know, some people have have still continued to develop themselves further. Some people have stayed where they are. Some people have obviously gone back to old routine. And, and obviously each person's different and that's absolutely fine. But yeah, that would probably be the only reason I'd, I'd be saying. But I think, like you said, it's, it's amazing what you're doing. And can you tell me more about what you're doing with Her Game 2 then? Because I see parts of it and it looks amazing and uh, like you said the work with the football is, is fantastic as well and getting more females involved in the game uh, but is, is there anything more you can tell me on that? Yeah absolutely so um, we initially launched the campaign just to um, raise awareness to the sexism that we'd faced as female fans of male football clubs 
Um, so we launched this video on FA Cup final day 2021 um, and it, it got a lot of traction um, and within a couple of weeks we'd had a couple of professional clubs get in touch and say look we want to work with you we want to help promote this message um, so to date I think we have got partnerships with about 68 cl professional clubs um, wow. in England um, and then we've got um, partnerships in Wales and Scotland and various other countries um, so those partnerships generally we encourage the um, football club to either um, create or develop uh, reporting networks so that if people hear sexist abuse they know that they can report it they know who to report it to and that they can be supported um, we try and increase the number of females that go so whether that be through her game to dedicated fixtures we've had clubs give out discounted or free tickets to local grassroots teams and um girls and females have gone for to their first ever game through these um initiatives um we like to just um like shine a spotlight on those working in the industry as well so although we started as uh, female fans of the men men's game um, we've like branched out to supporting um, players, the, um, journalists, coaches, those that work in the industry and also looking at different challenges with women's football as well. Um, so lots of exciting different plans. We've got um, an education path that we're looking at going down. So supporting like primary school kids, secondary school kids and then also um, people offenders so people that might have said ex sexist abuse um, they've got an opportunity to go and uh, like have a course understand the negative impact that that can have um, and then they get the opportunity to then go back to the football so this is all about like reforming people as well like we aren't just there with our pitchforks like trying to <laughs> get, get rid of these people like we just want to get rid of the the casual sexism that and some people don't realize they're doing it as well it, it's ignorance um, isn't it sometimes yeah yeah <clears throat> um, lack of education definitely it's just been one of those things that has always just been accepted i think as being a female fan and then it's only till recently we're like oh no we shouldn't have to put up with this um so yeah there's lots of exciting different things going on um so who knows where we'll be this time next year. Oh, well, I'm sure you'll be going on to bigger and better things on whatever whatever you're doing with her game too as well. And uh, I'd love to support that initiative a lot more. It's, it's brilliant, like I said, what you're doing. And it's the more people you can get involved in that, the better. And like you said, I think with some people, it's without going too much into the topic, it's sort of like a lack of education, isn't it? And I think it's about promoting that understanding so I think the education side, what you're planning on doing is will be incredible because I think it will only help the situation and help unite football a lot more. Um, and I think it'll be an exciting, uh, exciting venture for you. So no, really, really excited by that. And I think I'll, I'll well, I'll definitely be, uh, be following her game too a lot more as well. And I think yeah, it's brilliant what you're doing. So, um, so. In, in terms of going back to mindset then, so I ask this question quite a lot um, and quite a lot of the time I get a similar answer 
or uh, same answer, but uh, someone throws a curveball here and there sometimes. But so I like to ask the same question. But how often do you try to develop your mindset then? Um, so as I previously mentioned, I think this is something that I just kind of do subconsciously. Um, I think a, like an, an easy way to develop the mindset would be through um, reading, whether that be like typical books or like stuff on the internet um and i i would like to read more to be like i've got like a pile of books that are just waiting to be read but (laughs) my favorite time to read is in the sun so i need the sun to hurry up and then i can uh, start start reading a bit more um but i think it's um really important to um like develop through other people as well um we get quite a few exciting networking opportunities um with work at Leicester and also through her game too and um like you meet some really inspirational people I I work with some really inspirational people as well and I I definitely could I do learn a lot from them um so I think that's a, a good way to develop how you um it's all about like planning that journey to where you you want to be I guess um and also just taking time for yourself so even when things do get really busy um just making sure that you are really um listening to your body if you need to slow down a little bit if um occasionally um feel like I'm neglecting my friends and my family and I think that can affect your mindset as well so just making sure that um, you do put in time for them as well Um, because then like the more positive your outlook is whether it be social or um, what's going on at work or other plates that are spinning um, I think that will just have a positive impact on on everything and um, your motivation will keep really high and you can just keep going definitely and I think I spoke about this in my last podcast as well and about discipline and I think discipline shows up when motivation doesn't and I think like I said the more you can do to continue to motivate yourself or whatever you can do to motivate yourself go and do it, <clears throat> whether that's listening to podcasts, whether that's uh, reading books, whether that's, <clears throat> I think a big one you said was networking. And I think, obviously, especially in our jobs where w- we form partnerships a lot of the time, and whether that's in a work capacity or whether that's <clears throat> in a capacity in terms of creating funding for uh, programmes to be run it's it's you just get to know everyone and i think that's that's one of the great parts about our job really is about getting around the fire getting around people that are like-minded and positive and they they want similar things probably to what you do and still they're aiming in, in sort of like the same direction as well and i think it's about surrounding yourself with them people as much as possible to develop mm-hmm. your mindset further and you know speak to people that have been in the business that you're doing speak to people who are you know have achieved goals that you want to go and achieve and that's that's a big part of developing your mindset and you know sort of pushing yourself as far as you can go and you know so you can achieve your potential and I think that's that's a big part of it and I think 
subconsciously, like you said, is probably the best way to describe mindset at times because I think although we can develop it through reading and through podcasts and various other sort of forms of self-development, you, you probably don't realise you're doing it sometimes, like I said, just by having that conversation with someone, you know, and I think it's there's, there's been so many people on this podcast where they don't realise the impact they're having at times and because they're just doing it, like you said, subconsciously and it's probably a good thing in a way because they keep going no matter what and but then when they can sort of realise what they're doing it's it's a great feeling as well so again it's about recognising the great work that you're doing and focusing on how you can continue to do that and do it in a way that you want to do so yeah so is there anything else that you two to develop your mindset then so is it just like you said subconscious is it so you said you did reading um, do you listen to podcasts or anything or any recommendations on that front? Um, I mean, my favourite podcast is the uh, the Peter Crouch one, so oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, he needs to release some more of those because I'm probably one of the top listeners because I keep having to re-listen to the old stuff. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I probably need to spend more time um listening to podcast developed mindset i find um because i so i live um south birmingham and work in leicester like i spend a lot of time driving yeah. and i really want to utilize that time so it's not just like dead traveling time so yeah. i like to um have well i'm I'm not sure if you're supposed to do this actually, but like I, I hands free, like have calls with people. Um, so I feel <laughs> yeah. that yeah, um, I, I think that's well, that's, I don't, some, yeah, Bluetooth's yeah. fine, yeah, Bluetooth's fine in a car, yeah, yeah. I think some companies hands don't free. um recommend it, but it and it is well, yeah, so I so I do like to do that, but um, I, th- I think you've uh sparked a, an idea, I think I should start um rather than just having the radio on, um maybe listen to some inspirational podcasts that can help develop my mindset <laughs> yeah and i think like i said it's that's that's good that spot that and hopefully it sparks a bit of an idea for you i think the car I, I try and make the car in my classroom a little bit in some aspects but then there's times where <laughs> i've got a journey from i don't know sunderland to leicester and i'm not listening uh, you know as much as i love podcasts i'm not going to be listening to a podcast for three and a half hours you know it's uh, mm-hmm. most of the time it'll be uh it'll be probably an hour of a podcast and then it, so one episode of high performance for example then and then you know it'll be like you said it'll be blue bluetooth where you listen to music or whatever it might be so or, or catch up with someone so um again it's it's obviously it varies it depends on the journey you want and the peter crouch podcast is absolutely fantastic so uh it's it's i've i've been in the car a number of times where people have probably given me funny looks where i'm just absolutely bursting out into laughter and Mm -hmm. it is it's a fantastic podcast because i remember when i first started listening to them after lockdown and and then i got into that one and it it was just light-hearted that's why i like it you know it's, yeah. it's and it's football related so obviously we both love it we both 
you know, both uh, love the game of football, so <clears throat> we can relate to it quite a lot. But yeah, there's there's so many podcasts you can listen to as well uh, out there. So it's it's a great chance to sort of learn. Like you said, you don't want dead travelling time, and the more you can learn, the better it is for you, really, um, in terms of your mindset. So, um, what advice then would you give to anyone? looking to develop their mindset further um so i think my biggest uh best advice would be to not compare yourself to anyone um so like no matter what situation it is whether you are training for something physical or if it's work related or seeing someone's amazing life on social media um i think if you compare yourself to people without knowing everything and that could have a a negative um impact on your mindset so i think just understand what you like what your main goals are what your interests are what you really love um and then I think everything else will just fall into place. So um, not putting too much pressure on yourself to develop that either. Like life isn't a, a linear, clear line. Um, we have ups and downs. Um, you you have things that go wrong and that's okay. If, you're, if you plan to do something extravagant and then your plans need to be on hold, um, as long as you can understand that you are you are going to have those ups and downs again i think that that can um only have a positive impact on your mindset definitely and i think a big one there is like you said uh comparing yourself to others you know comparison is the fee for joy and i think it's so easy to do now and i think everyone does it well everyone does do it you know whether they realize it or not whether it's subconscious or not you you look at other people on Instagram and or Facebook or whatever it might be or out there in the world and on the internet and you naturally compare yourself to them. You know, like um, I've probably got massive FOMO a lot of the time. So fear of missing out is a big one for me where I'm seeing other people out and I'm like, I want to go out. Can't really afford it, but I want to go out. Um, So I have to sort of, I had to snap out of that. I'm not as bad for it now, but, I still enjoy, you know, a night out or whatever. And if I see someone else on a night out, it's like, oh, I want to go out tonight or whatever. And, you know, things like that. But then at the same time, I sort of think to myself, you know, where, um, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at. You know, before I even looked at that post on Instagram, if I didn't look at it, I wouldn't have been bothered. You know, I'd have just been carrying on doing what I'm doing. So I try not to scroll through instagram or facebook as much now as i used to where i'll still have the odd scroll on two minutes on breaks or whatever or whatever it might be and um comment on people's posts or whatever it might be but i I don't spend as much time as i did on it in terms of just scrolling through for hours and hours um and i think that's what people get caught up in sometimes and then naturally you're naturally comparing yourself and then it naturally brings you down so You've got to sort of look at in them. My advice in them sort of situations is look at where you were, look at where you are now, and look at 
sort of how you've got there and you know be proud of where you've got to regardless of where that might be um or if you're not happy with where you are then try and change it you know and do something about it rather than just looking at other people's lives you know um you're not going to develop yourself by always watching other people and what they're doing you know yeah you can learn things off people but then you've got to go and live your life you know uh you can't you can't live your life through somebody else so i think that's a big one there about not comparing people and um not comparing yourself to others so massively massively important so this question um i sort of think of as the podcast goes on so it's sort of an on-the-spot question, really. Uh, so um, the, the, the question I've got for you, Eve, is um, if, there's, if there are three pieces of advice you could give, what three pieces of advice would you give to someone looking to start out their own initiative, such as Her Game 2 or something like that? Um. Okay, so first piece of advice is to um, really understand and accept what support and the support that people can offer. Um, so whether specifically looking at her game too, like we've had support from clubs, from businesses, from coaches, from um, the EFL like um, from what we started to where we are now we definitely wouldn't have been able to do it on our own and um, the support that we've been afforded and offered um, like that has just been so valuable Um, so if you whatever field it's in I'd I'd look to the experts and really um, reach out to them if if you have to or if they offer that um, support and advice then I I definitely um, take it with both hands Um, second bit of advice um, be um, like have big aspirations so um, it doesn't matter how big you think they they are um, you, you should try and aim for that so Again, as I say, we were just 12 girls who just had a um, a, a little project, a little video, um, and now we're a, a CIC. So um, really, the, like, what do they say? Um, aim for the mood, and if you miss, you'll land among the stars, and being among the stars is pretty good. So, um, yeah, be, be bold and ambitious and just be as, as big as you can. Um, and then the third bit of advice, although you do want to be ambitious, I'd say be patient as well. Um, although her game two has developed quite quickly at quite a rapid pace. Um, that's well, probably because it, it, it was, um, probably missing from, football and and it's been a long time coming it was very it was needed and um again we wouldn't have been able to do it without the support so um i guess it could be quite frustrating if things don't work as quickly as you intend them to 
to work but um, if you are patient then um, I feel that everything will fall into place as long as you're ambitious <laughs> yeah no that's brilliant and I think it, like I said it's about balancing that uh, ambitious mindset if you like with sort of like a patient process like you said patience with the process and trust in the process is a w- phrase I often hear and I think it's so true you know like like you said her game too probably took off so quickly because it was probably a niche in the market like you said and it, it was needed and it's fun it was it was almost like it was a shame it was needed but it, mm. but it was brilliant that it came along you know and I, I, it was a it was uh, it would be my, would be my take on it, and I think, like you said, um, and it's developed quickly, which is brilliant, and more and more people are becoming aware of it. But again, it's about yeah, yeah, it will take off. But then, has there been moments where it's sort of dipped? So where where you started that video, for example, when you started, has it dipped at any point, or has it just stayed uh, quite a steady rate and gone quite rapid? So so far, correct. Uh, grew quite rapidly um yeah i don't particularly think the the campaign has has dipped really um i think with the so from the 12 of us that co-founded it um we then had five of us i think that then like stepped up to lead team who um could just offer a, a bit more time to the campaign and then the um lead team's now developed and um we all have well we've all got different jobs so there are times when we're a lot busier than than others so um perhaps there are times when members of the team might just have to step back for a little bit whilst everyone else just um carries on but because we've got such a big team now um i think that allows us to um, like keep the momentum up um but we occasionally get um like uh, annoyed get annoyed emails from people that are like it's been two days and you haven't replied to our email it's like yes we're voluntary <laughs> we have lives <laughs> understand yeah yeah um but then that's almost a sentiment well not that there should be any um exact time time on when you do get a reply i, I don't know if that exists but um yeah it's kind of um testament to how how much it's developed because people see us and think that we are full-time um which is is good but obviously we need to then manage expectations and be like whoa (laughs) we are we're just doing this on our lunch times and evenings and weekends (laughs) yeah and your own time and i mean forgive me for this question it might i don't know whether you don't have to answer it uh, it was just a question just popped into my mind then is it something that you wanted to look at going full-time uh, or is it something you'll just continue to do alongside um, your job at Leicester City in the community for that I suppose it's quite a hard question to answer but you don't um, have to yeah no that's fine I think um, definitely it is an, an ambition for um, a lot of the girls on the team I personally, um, I do, I really love my job and um, it does fit in quite nicely because a, a lot of the aims are very similar. So I'm in quite yeah. a fortunate position that 
I don't necessarily have to choose between them both because they do slot in quite nicely. Um, yeah. But there are some that, um, not even that, well, yeah, not that they don't enjoy their jobs, but they're just in such a different field. Um, so I, and it it would it would probably open up a, a lot more opportunities if some people were able to go full time. So um, it's not on my radar personally at the moment, but um, I know that a lot of the girls would love that if it were possible. Yeah, and like you said, yeah, you're probably. Like I said, in a bit more of a fortunate position where you enjoy your job and EDNI would, like I said, it links across, it, it links very heavily to what the work you're doing, doesn't it? So yeah. uh, I suppose it, it sort of goes across the day job, really, doesn't it, as part of your role? But um, but yeah, no, I was just curious, but that, that's that's really good that uh, someone to step up as well and and hopefully take it on full time, which is amazing. But, um, but no, yeah, it's... Uh, that's that's all my questions really so um obviously thanks so much Eve, for coming on to the podcast and um the, the value you've provided is uh, it's been brilliant and i'm sure a lot of the listeners will will really relate to you um whether that be through your running or through her game too or through your day job whatever it might be it's um you you've provided a provided a lot of value there so thank you and um if Obviously, some of the listeners like to ask questions sometimes, so I always like to point them in the direction of the person that's come onto the podcast. Um, so, is there anywhere that the listeners can can follow you on um, on social media? Um, yeah, well, firstly, thank you for the uh, the kind words and for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and yes, so uh, I don't even know what my, my social media handles are. I'm on. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, just Eve Ralph X yeah. probably. Um, or if you want to um, check out the Her Game Two socials, then uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It's just Her Game Two. Yeah, bro, and um, and I highly recommend anyone to listen to that. Uh, to sorry to follow them on on social media because uh, it's, it's a brilliant account to follow. So um, definitely definitely get on that if, uh, if you're listening so um but no honestly Eve, no uh like i said i don't i don't just say the, the kind words for the sake of it the work you're doing is fantastic and um that's what uh, you know that's one of the reasons i invited you on to the podcast and you know i want to try and get as much value to the listeners as possible and to the community and help as many people as possible so that's what we want to do here with ready set mind so yeah um massive thank you for coming on and um yeah we'll have to catch up soon at a football game for sure yes sounds good <laughs> thank but you no. so much thanks so much Eve. yeah you take care and i'll uh, i'll catch up with you soon brilliant thank you on you see you later bye bye, bye. What a fantastic episode that was to record and Eve, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast so a massive thank you for coming on and providing a lot of value to the listeners as well and it was great to hear how Eve spoke about how she overcome some of the challenges that she faced in terms of running slash fitness as well and and then how she overcame some of the challenges with her game too and some of the 
abuse that they receive sometimes as well, whether that be online uh, or in person. So again, it was really interesting to see her insights in terms of how she deals with that and how she uses it to help her move forward and the company move forward as well. So again, really, really good to listen to and we hope you found a lot of information in that and a lot of support and we hope you found it very useful. So again, if you are not following us on social media, then please do. It's at underscore ready underscore set and we've also got a telegram group and that will be on the podcast notes so if you click on that then you will have access to a group where there's daily challenges or there's looking to be more daily challenges soon there's regular updates on the latest podcast episodes and there's quotes put in there as well by us and members of the community so it's an exciting uh, new thing that we've got going on and um an exciting new scheme if that's the right word um that we've got going on to try and support as many people as we can in the community so that's part of our initiative there and we're trying to develop other resources to try and support to try and support as many people as we can with their mindset so they can achieve their true potential so again a massive thank you to everyone for all the support if you could give us a review on spotify or apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this on and that would be much appreciated if you could do that and then if you could just spread the word then that would be absolutely amazing so if there's one thing i could ask on here please spread the word so we can help as many people as possible but thank you everyone take care and we'll see you soon for another episode on ready set mind podcast (laughs) 